Welcome everyone to another episode of It's All in the Numbers. My name is Garth Anderson. I am the Center Director for the Mathnasium of Blaine and Mathnasium of Andover locations here in beautiful, sunny Minnesota. <clears throat> Today is April 18th, 2023. And today, you know, I, I try to do one of these every month. So if you're interested in following along, you can, you can uh, hopefully subscribe to my podcast. You'll hear it on many different platforms. Spotify is where I'm doing this through, but I think you can hear it on other platforms as well. Just look up the name, it's all in the numbers, and you'll find, hopefully find it. Uh, today, I'm going to talk about games and how games can play a significant role in helping kids really develop some good quality um, math acumen, per se. Um, yeah, we ma games are a lot of fun, and, and a lot of times you kids can learn stuff playing games without even knowing it. Now, I don't know if you recall, but there was a game... And I think they still have some, it's still out there to play, and it's a little bit more advanced than it ever was, but it was called Oregon Trail, and you used to have to try to survive, and, and you learned a lot about history and what life was like in the 1800s, you know, with the, with the travel, people traveling west, and, and the survival methods of that. So kids got to play a game and, and learn at the same time. And there are a lot of games out there that aren't just games, but they're games in which people can learn and, and grow. One of the biggest ones that we look at, or that you'll find a lot of people playing that might be, might enjoy math or are good at math, and that doesn't say that just because you play this game you should be good at math, that's not necessarily true. But chess, chess is, you know, the game of kings is what they call it. And what chess really is, is really a problem-solving game. You're looking at moves ahead, trying to figure out how you're going to move and how to outmaneuver out your opponent in chess. And it helps to kids build really good problem-solving skills. Can they see ahead and be able to determine what does it take to solve that problem? Ultimate goal of chess, of course, is to get the king into checkmate. But th that's the ultimate end game, of course. But what you really want to do is help kids foster a really good understanding of problem solving and help them to understand that by using all the various different moves that pieces can make, how, does, how is that going to help them solve the problem of maybe avoiding checkmate or getting their opponent into checkmate? So chess is a great game. If you've never played it, I suggest you learn a little bit about it and help your kids learn how to play chess. 
if you already know how, it's, it's something I think you should be doing on a regular basis. I currently play online uh, with my son, and we play on our phones, which is great because he can move, then I can move, and, and it's great. I prefer, really, to play in person and do it that way. A number of people play with clocks. You can do it that way. There are competitions out there. There are great books written on on strategies and, and understanding various things, various openings, end games, middle games, how to how to close out, how to get kings into checkmate using certain pieces. So there's a number of things that you can learn with it, and it's a great opportunity for kids to increase their critical thinking and their problem-solving skills. Another game that we really like like here at, at Mathnasium to play um, with the kids is a game called Set. So if you're not familiar with Set, it's a really deck, a deck, deck of cards. And on it are different shapes, different number of those shapes and different shading within those shapes and each and different colors as well so you've got green you've got red you've got purple and then you could have one of the item two of the items or three of the items you also have squiggles diamonds ovals and the object is to find sets. It's, it's, it's a great game to play. Again, it's a great game to get kids thinking, recognizing patterns, recognizing and helping them with problem solving. It's a great way to, to really uh, build up that problem solving skills for them as well as recognizing patterns, because you're not just looking for similarities in it. In fact, you're looking for things that are different in regard to that. Um, but there, there's a whole bunch of bunch of uh, rules that go into into this game. A set consists of three cards in which each of the cards features looked at one by one are the same on each card or are different on each card. All of the features must separately satisfy this rule. In other words, shape must be either the same on all three cards or different on each of the three cards. Color must be either the same on all three cards or different on each of the three cards. So that's just kind of a Rundown, a little brief little introduction into set. I suggest you go out and, and, and check it out. Look, look for it online. You probably find, you can find a set at any, any game store or you can probably find it online, of course, and purchase it that way. But, you know, if you're interested in finding out a little bit more about it, contact me. Um, bring your kid in for trial at Mathnasium, we'll, uh, we'll get them started on learning a few of the games as well. Another game that's really popular, and you know, it's a game that probably a lot of people have played, and it's very popular with the kids here, 
because it's a quick game that you can play. You know, chess takes a long time. Set takes a little while to play. But Connect Four. Connect Four is a game that's very easy to learn. Basically, you're trying to get four in a row is all you're doing. You're dropping checkers through a, through a stand-up thing with holes, and you're trying to get four in a row and trying to make sure your opponent does not get four in a row. Pretty straightforward, easy game. Now, what does this have to do with math? What does four in a row? Well, you're looking four in a row, of course. You're looking at patterns. You're looking for horizontal, vertical, diagonal. Strategy. There's a strategy to it. You want to try to prevent your opponent from getting four in a row while you are also getting four in a row. So it's a very simple, basic game, but there's, there's some real elements of strategy and, and recognizing patterns within Connect Four. And so if you've, if you've got that, that's a great game to play with kids as well. It's, and it's short, you could play, you know, in an hour's time, you could play a number of games, a number of games of that, uh, rounds of Connect Four. So if you don't have that one, I suggest you go out and get Connect Four and, and play that with your kids. It's a fun game, doesn't take long to learn, and they'll be building some strategy skills. Another game I'd like to talk about is one called Four-Way Countdown. So how this, and, and there's another one called Shut the Box. Uh, this one's got four of those, so on, on all four sides, there's, there's numbers one through ten. And there's two dice that go with it. So I've got the dice, here I'm shaking. You know, these are just normal six-sided dice. The object of this game, and, and there's a multitude of different things you can do. You can do, if your child is younger, you just do addition. You roll the dice, so I rolled a 12. You could do, so what numbers on your side equal 12, adding together? So let's say I, I, I want to go a 10 and a 2. Now, then the next person goes. And now you get to go. The object is to get all those numbers laid up and be the first to get your numbers laid up. Um, now, there's some strategy involved in this because if you're here, I just, I just laid up a, a 2, right? What if I roll snake eyes next turn? A 1 and a 1. I have no number to put up. I'm done. I lose that turn, basically, because I didn't get anything on it. And there's a number of variations you can use when you play this game. Now, I said you can, you, you can vary. We did addition. You can do multiplication. You could do division or subtraction. You could take these numbers. So if I look at the 6 and 6 that are sitting up here, I could go what numbers multiply to 36. I could do 9 and 4. Um, couldn't do 6 and 6 because there's only one 6. Um, you could do adding to 12. You could do subtracting. 6 minus 6, 0. Well, that's not going to help me, right? 
6 minus 6, 6 divided by 6 is 1. I could lay up a 1 then. So there's a number of various things you can do with this game. It helps build kids to build their basic, basic uh, skills, really. What it's, what's going to help them do is build some of that addition, subtraction, multiplication, division. And they can have a lot of fun doing it. It's a great family game. If you get the four, four-way countdown, you can have four of you playing. All at, you know, all, all at the same time, have a little friendly family competition as you go along with this one. It's a fun game to play and a great opportunity to get kids to build some, some math skills while playing some games. Now there's a number of games we have. One thing we do here at Mathnasium is we always allow kids at the end of their session to spend some time maybe playing a game. If they can, they try to play against an instructor. If they are up, if they have that ability to, for, to, to be able to play, if the instructor even has the time to be able to pull away from working with other kids. We also have, they, they could play with other students if they wanted to. But what that helps is, to, you know, they've been working on math for a long time, helps them to go and have a little fun, and they love the game time. And little do they know, they're learning some stuff while they're playing the game. Most of the games we have here, in fact, all the games we have here are somehow related in, in some respect to, you know, numbers, math, problem solving, critical thinking, all of those types of things. And that's what you you want to look for when you're looking for games. Maybe at, maybe at home you have family game night. Good opportunity to go and dig out the board games, play some, play some board games. Even games like Monopoly or Life, those have math concepts in there because it helps you deal with money, making change, counting amounts back, various things like that. So it gets the kids to learn a little bit dealing with money and counting money and, and various things like that. I know we tend to be a cashless society nowadays, but there's so much more to counting money and learning, teaching kids the value of that and how much things cost that I think that's something that every family should be teaching their kids. So there's a number of games. I, I say just investigate. Look, I'd love to hear some of your favorite games and some of the things that you you do. Um, I'd love to hear that on Facebook. I'm going to be posting this podcast on our Facebook page. Uh, you, you look up Mathnasium of Blaine or Mathnasium of Andover, or even my personal Facebook page will have it posted as well. And you can leave you can leave a message there as to kind of what your favorite games are, and what are the math concepts in those favorite games, and why do you like those games? I'd love to hear from you. This is all for now. Check out next month. Next month, sometime in May, I'll be doing doing another podcast look for that to come out and i thank you all for listening and have a great rest of your april